Cateers, and welcome to episode 68 of CBQ Legacy. That's Comic Book Queers, if you don't know what CBQ stands for, because this is the first time you're listening. And if this is the first time you're listening, I'm Evil Jeff, and I'm always joined by the hot and sexy Brett. And if this is the first time you're listening, I am Brett, and I am always joined by my hot and sexy co-host, Evil Jeff. Oh my, thank you. Hello. Hi. Uh, happy New Year once again. Happy New I feel Year. Like we have until the 15th. We're recording on the 13th. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a new year. It's 2019. We're about to... Uh, we're about to embark onto uh, uh, the, the biggest question of all. Is a lot of people still say uh, 2019. 2017 2017 i feel it's still interchangeable at this point do you think once it hits 2020 that we will no longer say 2020 i feel like once we hit 19 now that we've hit 19 people are not saying 2019 who says that people still do if you say 2019 write into us But uh, do you think uh, there's going to be a lot of memes when it hits 2020 with Barbara Walters and that TV show that she was on? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That's going to be the hottest bit for the first quarter of the year in 2020. And then when we hit 2021, do you understand how many 2020 hindsight memes there are going to be? Oh, God. That is hindsight is 2020. Oh, it's 2021. And there's gonna be vision. Up, there's gonna be vision memes of like vision tests. Yeah, uh, with vision with Paul Bettany. <laughs> um, speaking of them, uh, I heard that they any trailer moving forward for the Avengers, any press release stuff, they are not showing anything past the first fifteen minutes of the movie. Didn't we come up with that? Yes, me. I felt that all trailers should not have... Oh, I said nothing from the third yes. act. I said the third act. They're going like first oh, 15 Oh, they... Minutes. Yeah. They double down. They're like, how about the first 15 minutes? Are you happy? Will you shut up about it? I won't because I am happy. I love that. I well, love Well, that it. should be... This should be movie policy moving forward. Not yeah. just Avengers policy. Um, I have a few tidbits about the Marvel Universe uh, gossip. Like gossip? Yeah. Well, I who mean, are I, you? I'm R- who, who Rona Barrett. Ben Urich. Rona Barrett. <laughs> Rona Barrett true. is Ben Urich is the Marvel Universe's Rona Barrett. Hi, Rona. Uh, <laughs> um, I uh, just read that uh, that after all the test screenings of Dark Phoenix, they had to reshoot it all. Give me a break. And uh, they're reshooting the whole third act. It's been delayed till June. And it's now going to be over $200 million budget. Yeah, because of all the reshoots. Oh, oh my God. Just like, um, it's it's funny because I think for the crew and cast, shooting that movie is like the Phoenix. It just keeps, you think it's dead and it keeps rising back. Mm -hmm. We have to do more. 
We have and, to do more because the last thing didn't make sense, just like the Phoenix. Well, yeah, actually, it's a really meta movie. It really is just them all the times they've made the movie and then starting over. They just keep retconning it over yeah. and over. They, it's just a, it's a movie comprised solely of scenes of somebody explaining what the Phoenix is to someone else, but all the explanations contradict each other. Mm-hmm. That's that's the movie. And it's official that uh, <laughs> it's official that all that Afternoon Mutants, any X Men franchise, any Marvel franchise things from Fox Studios have been canceled. Now, what what that means for Deadpool, I don't know, but officially now, any X Men thing will be done through Marvel. You know, I don't think we need a third Deadpool. I think I'm good. I want Deadpool. I would love for Deadpool to come back. I think he could. I would love for him to show up in the Avengers. I think that would be amazing. Sure. It's uh, not gonna happen. <laughs> you don't know that. Ryan Reynolds will go to the opening of an envelope. He was in The Masked Singer. No, he was not. He was. No. Ryan Reynolds was not on the... (laughs) Come on. The original. The one in Japan. He was one of the Masked Singers. Oh, but that was in Japan. I'm just saying. Have you watched any of that Masked Singer? I sure have. And can we talk about it? Yes. Can we also just talk about how... um, they use the term celebrity very liberally. <laughs> oh, my God. The thing that gets under my skin so much is the judges and Nick Cannon. Well, Nick Cannon's... <laughs> well, the judges, they're like, oh, my Nick God. Cannon tangent. Is it Barack Obama? And you're like, who the... F- Shut the fuck up. Do you really... Th- Barack right. Obama? No. There is no way he's going to be on that show. How is it Beyonce? First... Beyonce won't do this shit. Be realistic. <laughs> it's... Everyone, when they when they take their masks off, it's always the kind of person where anyone's reaction would be like, "Oh, hey!" <laughs> like, oh yeah, it seems like you would do enthusiasm this. Enthusiasm and excitement is so horrible. It's so horrible. Nobody is being authentic at all. Oh my god, who is it? Who is it? It's Antonio Brown. Oh my god, like. Nobody would have a reaction to Antonio Brown like plus, that. Plus, I think I the I think the most famous celebrity is the probably the person they're gonna have win it, and I already know. Of who course, it is. who is it? Oh my God, are you gonna spoil the mask? Do you want me to spoil it? Do you know for sure? Do you know for sure? I don't know for sure, but I mean, I'm oh. like ninety nine percent sure who it is. Wait, just by how, how much of it do you want? Are you voice. doing this by the clues? No, fuck the oh, clues. The voice. Well, well, by the voice and the clue, and well, here just the fact that the person talked, and you're like, oh, that's your voice. Oh, I, who is it? Um, the B. The B is Gladys Knight. Wait. Oh my god. And that's a pretty like oh Gladys Knight is a big deal, and Gladys Knight you would not think she would do this because also old she's as Gladys Knight wear that costume right. <laughs> Come on, no. But it's the there same no voice. Way. And she said she was the Empress of Music and her nickname was like Empress like back in the in the 70 in like the 60s or whatever. So I'm pre- but when you hear her sing, it's heard it through the grapevine voice. It's her. It's totally her. Okay. And when they said right. when did you start singing? She said in the 1950s. Okay. I predict it's Gladys Knight. That's the only so one who that's have the reveals been 
so far. Antonio Brown was first, and, and then, then Tommy just, Chong. And then Tommy oh, God, Chong. Help us. I feel that uh, I think the Raven is Ricky Lake because it's a talk show host. Oh, God. It's either Ricky Lake or Raven Simone, but I feel that's a little too on the nose to call Raven Simone Raven. <laughs> uh, that would be great, though. And then the it, peacock is Donnie Osmond. What are we talking about? Anyway, I want to do another. I feel that I I just want to like get to the part of the future. I want a Running Man reality show, you know, where it's like, and the loser tonight, which celebrity will be executed because you are no longer <laughs> relevant. That's an honorable way to go. Yeah. You know, rather than sad cameos and suicides and really tragic stuff yeah. that performers go through sometimes, just Battle Royale. Yeah. And then I've always wanted a reality show that had like a, a like one of those um, like hatches, like was it a trapdoor? Where you know, people where just like, fall through a trapdoor? Where, where the judge like pulls a lever <laughs> and then the loser just yeah. falls through into like a pit of sharks or something. <laughs> How is that not? And they're like, let's go to the shark cam. Uh, Cheech is really Ooh. being eaten up by the great white. It'd be great. Ooh, his head came off and it's smiling at us. What fun. <laughs> anyway, comic books. Comic books. Um, That's our new segue uh, jingle. Let's to our let's go into media. Segment. Have you watched any media? Media. Any TV? Uh, yeah, you know what I started. What? Sabrina. Oh my god, do you like it? Do you hate it? Oh, oh my, my god, god I fucking it? love it. It's so good. I love it. Do you know what I love the most though? The Satan stuff. <laughs> the Satan stuff. Um. I just watched the episode where Susie's uncle is exercised. The guy that's the sick uncle that's tied up in her house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is so out of nowhere. Uh, And the friends were having visions of him. Yeah. And Sabrina's boyfriend, Harvey, who, dreamy, uh, he was laying in bed with headphones on. And he had a midriff shirt on. The same one as... Oh my God, Johnny Depp from Nightmare on Elm Street. Johnny Depp from Nightmare on Elm Street, yes. That's my big takeaway. I was like, they did that? I love it. Do you know where else that t-shirt... Do you know who else wears that t-shirt? Who? Uh, Rose McGowan in the first Scream movie. Oh, fun. I should have known that. Yeah, and the the first school scene that they're in together, she's wearing that. Well, well, it's fantastic. It is. Oh, I'm good. I'm through a good six, maybe. Praise Satan. Good. Oh, oh, the ants. Oh, Zelda and Hilda. Love them. Love them both. I want Melissa Joan Hart to have uh, an appearance. Oh wait, isn't she Aunt Zelda? <laughs> Did you hear she's in trouble though? She's in a shitload Melissa of trouble. Jo? Yeah, because she said in an interview. Um, her kid is asking her about atheists and stuff. And she was just like, well, just remember, people that don't believe in Jesus are evil. Yeah, and she's super she, religious, And now right? she's, like, in a lot of trouble for saying that because well, she's teaching her children that 
if you're not Christian, that you can be killed and be like you're not really human. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, really, anyone who raises their kids Christian are kind of raising a little army, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, the ones who take it really seriously. Yeah, she's like a yeah, she's like a Candon, a Candace Cameron Burr. I or think a, of Candace uh, Cameron uh, Burr Lisa, like that too. Lisa Michelle. Uh, like a Lisa Welchel. Welchel, uh, yes. however you say her name. Welchel. They're all nuts. They're fucking nuts. Oh, and then the new... You've heard about Buffy, right? Christy Swanson, the original <gasps> Buffy. Oh my god, did you read that tweet? He Which died wa- three times. Which one? What is happening? Is she sick? She's... <laughs> Which one? There's Which more tweet? than one tweet? She's all of her tweets are all like, "Yay Trump, yay Trump, build the wall, fucking Muslims!" Like she's awful. Oh Buffy. Her and then that woman from Northern Exposure and Victoria Jackson—they like pop out of nowhere. Where you're like, "What happened to you?" Yeah, Victoria Jackson. Hey, to quote Christy Swanson from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, I guess it's pretty serious. Oh my god. Touched. Just touched by an angel, and I mean touched. I've watched some superhero stuff on television as well. Like what? I watched the whole I'm gonna bring this up now. We said we weren't, but I'm going to. I watched You're doing runaways now? Yeah, I'm just You're going off book? I am. God, hold on, I need a moment. Okay, go. <laughs> I watched The Runaways season two. And uh, it it was a a journey. Oh, no. It was one of those things. Like a journey by train, by plane, by raft. By bus. What? (laughs) By bus. A nice bus? No. Well, here's the deal. Dollar bus? It actually, I feel it might have like a bit of a magicians and like a other a lot of shows for some reason they're not as strong in their second season but then it gets yeah. really good in the third the show gets really good in like the last two episodes but all the ones See, leading up to that are really a trudge agents of shield did that too and yeah but that's the weird thing is that, know what the main problem is they won't get rid of the damn parents Get rid of the parents. We don't care about the parents. But here's the so. But here's the interesting thing: is Zavin finally shows up? I heard. I saw. But he can't be a scrawl, or she can't be a scrawl. So Ugh. she's just a different type of alien. But she can shape shift. But they. Oh, that's all we need. But they never mention the term scrawl. So Zavin shows up, and then that makes things more interesting. And, uh, but then they have, they, I, they actually have actual plot lines from the original, uh, uh, Vaughn run. Oh, cool. Like, do you, did you read the original Runaways? Yeah, but it was a long time ago, but I did. Well, there was one where the, another runaway comes and joins them, but then it turns out he's like a vampire mm. and they have to kill mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. plot is introduced and I was like, oh, this will be cool. And then they, ch- they keep changing everything. And readjusting it because the parents are alive. So they have to like recalculate everything because the parents are alive. But the thing. Parents never make anything better. Well, I I don't. Parents just don't understand. Parents make a lot better. Uh, But in the end, in the end, it gets good because uh, it turns out Carolina, 
uh, the main bad guy, which is the hot guy from Nip Tuck and uh, Charmed. What's his name? Dr. Doom? Yeah, Dr. Christian? Doom. Christian. He's like the main bad guy, but he gets killed. But it turns out these alien creatures, they can't be killed. They just possess another body. And that was actually just some guy from the 50s this alien creature possessed. So all of the aliens that were in the spaceship that were being unearthed all possess half the parents. And so now ha- okay. so now the half the parents that were originally kind of like good and like nice are now like extra extra evil because they're possessed by an alien. And they found out that one of the aliens possessed one of the kids and we don't know. So they're like one of the kids <gasps> is a traitor. Did that happen? In the books? Well, uh, one of the kids is a traitor. It's how they're introducing that one of the kids is a traitor. Oh, sure. Oh, yes, of course. I was wondering because he seems like such a nice kid on the show. And this is where I then went into a downward spiral. Because I was like, what is this happening? Is this like the comic? Is this like this? And I'm reading the current run of Runaways, and it's amazing. It's so good. And they brought Alex Wilder back, who's dead in the comics, but he's back now. And I'm like, how did this happen? And I decided to... I was like, oh, I need to reread when that happened. But then that made, oh, I need to read the thing before. I need to read the battle arena. Do you remember that? The Avengers battle arena? (gasps) I did not care for that. I hate that concept. I stopped reading it. I didn't realize there is a whole bunch of other issues where a lot of shit goes down with Nico and Chase and Alex Wilder. Like Alex Wilder is in the whole last half of battle arena. Oh, really? Right? I had no idea. But like, they that's made the me, Hunger Games yeah, book, right? Yeah, but I eventually went back and started from the very beginning. So I've read through the entire Runaways. Thanks, Wait, Marvel really? Unlimited. Yes, from the very <gasps> beginning. Gasp. So I went through it. It's so amazing, and it made me hate the series even more because the, seri- because the comic is just so amazing. But it did turn out the Battle Arena, uh, it, it ended. It, it's not called that. But it's called Avengers Arena. Arena? Yeah. Uh, but it ends where they finally get saved, but but basically they don't want to tell anybody because they did so many fucked up things. But then Arcade like Lord of the Flies. Yeah, but then Arcade releases the video of the whole thing and it becomes a huge smash YouTube viral sensation. So now, every, when does that happen? This is, there's a whole, like, aftermath. It's called, like, Undercover Avengers. <gasps> oh, yeah! And this all is just the people that were in the arena that, are, that survived. And the thing that's interesting is, you know, what's her name? Blood Bloodstone? Elsa, yeah, Elsa Bloodstone? Bloodstone. She's, she's pretty cool. Her brother is like this, cool. is, uh, who's named, who just goes by Bloodstone. He's this Bloodstone. Ga- he was one of the characters. He's gay. What? And he has a demon attached to him. And he ends up, be- and he oh my ends God. And just he, like real gays. And he ends up, <laughs> he ends up joining uh, the bad guys because what's his name? Hailstrom? What's the one who's like the son of, son of Satan guy? 
Damien Hel- Hellstorm, Damien Hellstrom. Yes. He basically is like, oh, I can help you control your powers. So he decides to become evil and join them because he's the only one that can help him with his powers. And all of those other people that survived go undercover and join the, the bad guys to uh, try and save him. But then half of them start being like, oh, I like being a bad guy. It's better. And when they get there, because Hellstrom is from hell, he's like, oh, you want to meet my assistant? He's here in hell. I brought him out from hell with me. And it's Alex Wilder. Oh. And then he ends up being released from hell. But he's like, but I'm still like betrothed to like, I still am like a pawn of hell. I belong to them. But they let me, they've let me go. Because the way he died, he's still technically alive again. But he's still, his soul is still owned by Satan. Interesting. And Nico that and him is not a place I'd want to be. And Nico and him were starting to fuck again, which now makes this new Runaways, um, the new Runaways thing that I'm reading. I'm like, oh, all this makes a lot more sense now. Oh. Because yeah, I skipped yeah. over the whole arena, the whole I did too. Avengers undercover, and I actually kind of liked it. After the second part was actually really interesting, and I really want that Bloodstone character, this gay goth he's like a gay goth has a demon attached to him that he can unleash is through his jewel? back is there a jewel involved he wears a like ring a jewel on his he, chest he wears oh, a okay. ring um but he basically turns around and the demon comes out of his back so when he's fighting he just turns around and he's just sitting there while the demon is like doing all the fighting it's kind of cool i like that and but that negative man and he's just like uh he also is like in love with this other character that's one of captain britain's students Lionheart? Uh, I can't remember what his name is, but yeah, I love it. Oh, oh, it's oh. good. I love it. It's good. So Runaways so season said, two, bad. All of the comics okay. that have to do with Runaways, good. Okay. Uh, so you said that... Well, you know what? You reread something. I reread something as well. What did you reread? Or I read something again for the first time in a long time. So it's like, did you like not even remember what happened? Um, it doesn't really, apl- that sentence doesn't apply because what I'm talking about is, ew, ew, I had to read a DC book and ew, I picked Mad Magazine. Was Mad Magazine a DC book? Yes. You can buy it on dccomics.com. What, how long has that been a thing? I have no idea. But interestingly enough, Mad Magazine has a new logo, and I looked at the number, and it's issue number five. I'm like, five? Five? Well, do, they, like, do they just renumber it every year? And no, they just renumbered it. It was like, it went up to like 550. And then it started with a new number one and a new logo. Could it be, is that so when DC took when, over? That seems like that would know. make sense. I don't know. Well, how but it's was the same it? old Mad Magazine. Does it have the last page where you fold it over and it says something different? They have the fold over in the middle. Oh. For some reason, I was reading Mad Magazine, and I was thinking, I think that they got rid of the <laughs> the fold over page. I forget <laughs> what it's called. I don't know why. For some reason, I thought it was like I was like, is it an environmental thing? Like, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> that makes no sense. I don't know. They didn't want to be wasteful with it. I have no idea what I'm talking about. I'm insane. Um, but no, I did the fold over. What? It's not called. It's the fold in. 
the fold-in. I did the fold-in and laughed and laughed and laughed. It still got it. What was the parodies that they did? So this is the February 2019 issue. And um, there's some Christmas stuff. So it's on shelves in December. So there's some Christmas stuff in it. Okay. My husband got it for me for Christmas. He bought me all these like cool magazines that I used to read, like Adbusters and Mad, and just like caught me up on where they are today. It was awesome. Um, there is a Christmas story parody. Oh no! You're gonna shoot your eye out. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole like it's kind of just making fun of the movie itself as it goes. Like, gonna talk about the race, blatant racism at the end. Oh, let me check. Because we were watching yep. that on Christmas, and everyone was like, I love this movie. And it was getting to the ra- the Asian racist part. And I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe how racist this is. And everyone's like, what are you yeah. talking about? There's nothing racist. And then it happens, and everyone's like, oh my god, I forgot how horrible this is. So here's the caption in Mad Magazine for that panel. That Christmas would live in our memories as the time we were introduced to gingerbread fried rice eggnog foo young and racially stereotyped singing chinese waiters that would make jerry lewis cringe (laughs) so i don't know it's mad uh what else is there uh there's a lot of work by luke mcgarry who is a illustrator cartoonist who i really like a satirist cartoonist luke mcgarry find him on instagram love his work oh by the way tangent evil um i went to a comedy show hosted by max Wittert, who does uh the scott and Jean comic oh yeah 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 funny guy he yeah. hosts it was a really show? funny it was yeah it's a show where stand-ups bring a movie clip and play it on, on mute and they overdub the dialogue oh my god i want to do that wait oh my god so somebody overdubbed the silencio scene from Mulholland Drive. Oh, yes. <laughs> and it was so funny. Um, but even funnier... Are they dubbing somebody... it? You said they're dubbing it live? Live. Okay. Somebody overdubbed the, um, like, Christina Aguilera's audition number from Burlesque. <laughs> when Cher first takes notice of her. It was the funniest thing. Oh, my, oh God. my God. It was so great. It was so funny. Uh, what else is there in Mad Magazine? They have the um, top 20 events of 2018, like the top 20 like crazy events of 2018. And like each page is done in the style of a thing that would serve as a good parody to make fun of the thing they're making fun of. Um, so number one is Hollywood Harassers, and it's done like a... Um, 1950s sci-fi monsters magazine with Bill Cosby as like some ogre it's like infamous monsters of movie land grope that trope the films of Kevin Spacey Bill Cosby Dr. Huxtable's Hugs and Drugs that sounds great is this only available really as a magazine or is it available like online do they have like a website it's, I'm holding the magazine in my hand which is so rare I never have a tangible thing that I'm talking about on, on this show but I'm actually holding paper in my hand right now but do I wonder I'm looking up now Mad Magazine I wonder if it, it has There's, anything online they did a detention center um, it's a putting uh, putting children in the 
concentration camps by the southern border, but it's done like a mousetrap ad for the like border oh. mousetrap. Oh, I thought you were, uh, for a second I thought you were like talking about the graphic novel Mouse. No, no. But not the Nazi <laughs> no, it's called, World War II It's like mouse. the cover, it's like the box cover of Mousetrap, but it's Ice Trap. Mm. And there's one, there, and to cover the story about uh, Trump pandering to Vladimir Putin at uh, their meeting in Helsinki, they have like an ad for a commemorative plate with like Trump serenading Putin with a ukulele but it's done it looks exactly like a commemorative plate magazine ad I love it <laughs> it's great it's it's great I mean it's the so many of the jokes are pretty we want but it's delivered just so well it's so well produced I think there's a lot of comic strip formats in it you know it's like three panel jammy jams or six panel and you're like okay <laughs> that's so weird but i used to read really that good. i used to read that every month when i was a kid me too there's a um it's like an ad for a show on showtime like a political drama but it's sarah huckabee sanders it's called i'm lying up here <laughs> like i'm dying up here <laughs> oh and then the mad folden i'm sorry um it is what prominent racist fixture was taken down this year and the um, full page is just like, it looks like David Duke University. It looks like the exterior of David Duke University. And there's like a Confederate statue coming down in the middle. But then when you fold it, <laughs> you see a KKK man holding a pizza. And the answer to what prominent racist fixture was taken down this year after you fold it is Papa John. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> it's pretty great. Oh my god. So it's just interesting. I'm just curious what went into the reboot of Mad Magazine. It's certainly a different logo. Maybe a different creative team, editing team. I'm not sure. What was the reason for it? Why? I don't know. These are the questions on our inquiring fans want to know, to quote another magazine. <gasps> that did you ever remember the old National Enquirer commercials? Inquiring minds want to know. Uh, That's I, all I remember. Oh, yeah. Spy versus Spy still in this? Oh wow! Itchy, itchy and scratchy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm curious. We're gonna dive into the recent history of Mad Magazine. Uh, but I, I suggest you out there dive into the current issue. I did not read a DC book. All right. So well, I feel like that DC segment that. served as connective tissue from you talking about Runaways to talk us talking about the books, the books Perfect. of the week. And Great. so that leaves us with what we did read, and I just read, <laughs> I read a bunch of X Men thingies. Oh, I read most of what I read wasn't X Men. Wasn't so X Men? Let's have a balanced but show. Did you read X Men? Um, Uncanny X Men. Did you read yeah. Mister and Mrs X? What? That came out? Yeah. Well, two weeks what? ago. Oh, I read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Remember, we yeah, haven't talk talked about, about anything from last week either. That's right. What you want to talk about? Uh, Mr. and Mrs. X, I'm going to struggle. Oh, it's Mojo. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, talk about that. We're talking about it. Okay. And then actually we can talk about another. That can lead into another Mojo book. Did you read Domino? Oh, fuck. No, but we'll talk about it anyway. I, I, I've... For, it was like I missed it. 
I have it. I forgot that I didn't read it. Okay. But I know what's going on. I love it. Well, Mr. and Mrs. X, this plot line isn't as interesting to me as the last one. What do you think? Um, so this is just basic mojo antics. Yeah, at this point, I feel I've been through all of this so much. And because we live in a world that's so oversaturated with parodies, that watching them do parodies of things, I just feel like I'm like, I get it. I've been there, done that. The, the, yeah. I'm much more interested in you guys actually dealing with your relationship while fighting bad guys. But yes, it has a really good twist ending. Oh, because the what? twist ending is is it looks like uh, she ends up killing Gambit with her powers, and then Gambit's dead. And then Gambit is dead, and then he's replaced with Longshot, her former boyfriend. I love like now playing the role of the male lead is <laughs> since we killed Gambit is Longshot. Yay! So that's fun. I love that. There's so much Longshot happening right now. And then Longshot, I w- I'm not even reading Domino, but I saw Longshot was on the cover of the new Domino issue. And I was like, two people with luck powers that have not shared yeah. fighting together? I need to see this. And uh, I it was interesting because in this one, uh, some Wakandian woman had a vision that Longshot is going to cause an apocalypse. So she's hired... Mm-hmm. Uh, Domino and her militia to kill Longshot. Mm-hmm. But Domino's like, oh, I don't know because his luck powers, and she hires her because she's Ooh. like, she's like, because of your luck powers, I think you you cancel each other out, so you're the only one who can probably really kill him. Probably don't cancel each other out though. Well, in the end, that's kind of what's happening because when they they start fighting. And it turns out that uh, there's some weird illness that Longshot has and he's dying. And of course, and then Domino starts realizing that he's not really bad. He's just kind of, it's more like Mojo's doing and that it's not really his fault. So then she doesn't want to kill him. But then Longshot is like kind of crazy and attacking her. And the thing is, is they're attacking each other, but because their luck is overdoing, it's like overriding each other's luck. It is like canceling each other's out. And they almost end okay. up killing each other. And in the end, they end up on the same side. And then they have to, like, battle the mojo world. And and it ends up really I'll sad. Catch up. Sounds great. There's a place called Orphan Planet in the mojo world uh-huh. where it's just a planet full of orphans. <laughs> and that's where they just oh, put no. all the kids. And apparently there's no health insurance. Lesson. Um and so if you get sick, you just die. Topical. So in the end, Longshot is sick, and because he didn't have health insurance, no doctor could uh, work on him, and that's why he was dying. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. Longshot, sign up for a health exchange. Ah. Uh, anyway, what, what, other, what other stuff did, did you, you read? read? Are you, were you caught up on Shatterstar? I'm not. I think I'm one behind. I did not did read that, the latest. Going. I did not read the latest one. Honestly, I found three. that once once he sent Richter away, I was kind of bored. Me too. I'm like... Because he's okay, like, now I'm going to talk about you, my girlfriend. But... I'm like, no, I don't care. Oh, uh, yawn. Who cares? Okay, let's hear about your girlfriend, not Richter. <laughs> What's her powers? <laughs> oh, she's a warrior. <laughs> 
Sorry, I don't know um, if you remember, but her his sorry. gay ex-boyfriend can fucking create earthquakes. So I think he's, he's heartbroken, mean. and I want to check in with him, if that's okay. Yes, please. So, from one queer X-Man to another, did you read the end of the Iceman series, number five? Yes. Oh, my God. So much happens. Um, we have more of Emma and Christian. Oh, my God. So they go to the Mutant Pride Fair, which is a thing. They're at the Mutant Pride Parade. Mm-hmm. It, there's, a, there's a street festival involved. And we've already been introduced to Shade. The mutant Shade gets in on some queen. action. Yeah. Which she gets in on some action because she sees Emma Frost change into her, and I'm gonna use this term deliberately, superhero costume. And she's like, Oh, there's that bitch. I'm about to follow her and see what kind of hellfire she gets into. I do Hey, can we can we can we have Shade join the Hellfire Club? Emma's new incarnation at the Hellfire Club. Can Shade please be a member? That would be amazing. I always find it there's something problematic where what she is a drag queen and her powers just happen to be making a magic fan. I know. It's a little well, too Well, maybe she took on drag in order to for, to give the fans some context. I know. Wouldn't it be funny if in the end they're like, we love you. And she's like, I'm not gay. <laughs> I'm not a drag queen. <laughs> I do this for the money. I can own I my powers. Really nice only. Voice. No, but can you imagine? She's like, my fan will only come out if I have makeup on. <laughs> so I'm like trapped only with this no but the real power is the wig <laughs> my mutant power is when I have this wig on I can throw shade um maybe she can use any object like gambit maybe maybe she just chooses the fan but I also like um, that it's still Christian's powers seem to still be limited to just making a manifestation the, of his dad the dad <laughs> oh Christian you have so much to work out I like the one where she's like, look, the fact that I've let go that you killed our father, I feel I have some right to talk about like what you can and can't do. And then the person, the salesperson is like, the guy, wait, did the you booth. say murder? Did you say murdered your father? <laughs> Good bit. Great bit. And then he battles um, and then he actually gets a power up and battles Mr. Sinister. Christian? No, Ice. Oh, Iceman. Iceman goes full giant ice hawk. He goes That's ice hawk and cool. can fly. That's a whole brand new yeah. thing. He's and like, I'm here for I did it. Like, I did like, he's like, you mind if I go Omega on you for a second? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, here, here it comes. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here for that. I like it. It was weird that the issue opened with a flashback, and I think it was a flashback, of him on a date with Judah. Yeah, what did that have to do with anything? I don't know. Themes. Themes that came back around, I guess. I didn't get it. Uh, but Emma was in full superhero mode, okay? She was like, she's I hear people in danger. Yeah, she's a good she's guy. She's a good guy. She's such a hero. Uh, and then she's like, we got to bounce, Christian. We got to go. Yeah. We got to go. I, I'm. It's so awkward with me and these people right now. I'd rather not. And uh, yeah, it's it's it's... It's great. I mean, I have, and then it, but that I will say that is showing up. I think in the Uncanny X Men, the because it ends with the the older version of Iceman coming. In the latest Uncanny, 
Oh, no, no, no. In, yeah, Iceman. Ends with, yeah, Ice Wizard. With the <gasps> Ice Wizard. So that, but that is coming in later issues. So that's, it's, yeah. What is coming in later issues? The old Iceman. Like that plot twist oh. that it had at the end is he's going to show. Yeah, up. there's going to be, he's doing one more. It's a one shot called Iceman's Win- Iceman Winter's End, I believe. Is oh, a one shot okay. coming out. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So this series ended with number five. I think there is a book called Iceman Winter's End coming out and i think it involves the ice wizard mm-hmm. that'll be fun love it um that previous week um runaways came out the newest issue i just highly recommend um it's one of the few comics that has almost no battle scenes and it's so fucking compelling yeah and I it's so good. I will say, do you know what series I think is laden with battle scenes? Just laden. Uncanny, X-Men. Uncanny X-Men. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. They're in full oh battle my mode. God. They're in battle for fight the after fight. Everyone's like, okay, talk, 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 attack. I talk, will talk, say, talk, attack. I will say it's so much fighting that I it's all kind of uh I don't feel like it's leading anywhere. It kind of is just leading up to... I don't know. But I mean, I, I feel like the last... We could have got to Age of X-Men quicker, I feel. That's what I mean. I feel like it's all getting to the point where then it's going to lead to Age of X-Men, X-Men. But the last three issues, I'm like, this probably could have happened three issues ago. And it wouldn't, make yeah. invent- it wouldn't have made any difference. It, it really is like... Make a point, make a point, and then fight, fight. It, like, it, it's the same people fighting the same people yeah. with pauses in between. I was also disappointed that it turns out that the Age of Apocalypse wasn't real when they were all transferred to the Age of Apocalypse. It was just yeah, it was like inside an of, of it. it was all inside of uh, Legion's head, and yeah. so that when Pixie and all of them came back out, they were back to being kids again. And I kind well, of look, wanted them to be this. changed. Do we even think the Age of Apocalypse exists anymore? Well, didn't it collapse? Isn't that what Secret Wars was about? Yeah, I think it's. I think it was wiped away from existence. Yeah, unless gone. Franklin Richards recreated it. But I thought even the ones he recreated weren't most of them destroyed again by that woman. Yeah, yeah, by that awful woman. Uh. But yeah, uncanny. A lot of fights. Um, what do we think about Anally being the big traitor to kind of? Guaranteed mutant kind's extinction. What about a what about anally uh not having his arm look right? The editor can we on get, Twitter. Can we get that in going, please? Oh, did some did he someone say something? Yeah, he explained it. What? Okay, what? He's appeared enough times without it. Is are you fucking kidding me? I swear. Are you fucking kidding me? Well, by now he's appeared enough times. So they're it, like, so. well, we fucked it up a bunch of other times, so we should just keep fucking so, it up. So, do 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 What? That is homophobia. The <laughs> fact that they don't care about this gay character 
that they one of the big things about him is that he fucking had his arm chopped off and he can grow it back into a mutant gross form. And actually, that adds to the point, the fact that he is the traitor and that he sent the cure off for to be used as a weapon. It adds to it. It adds to it because he's no who the who what gay guy is going to want to fuck him when he has a big huge lizard arm and a lizard fucking face? Of course he doesn't want. Not of course me. he wants a cure. And then a tongue with a with a snake tongue. Can you imagine getting rimmed by that? <laughs> yes. So he's uh, got that. He didn't have to sell a vaccine to someone. All right. Here, I don't know. That's what he did. Side note. Side note. I don't think he sold it. I think he just was like... No, he, he took it and it was taken. He was like, here. Uh, yeah. Side note. Let's... Who is your... Okay, who is like your one... Who is like your one number one True celebrity love. that you want to have sex with? Um, God, it changes all the time. Um, my number one celebrity that I want to have sex with is... Justin Thoreau. Really? No, Chris Hemsworth. Okay. Final. Uh, Chris Who Evans. am I kidding? I'd Final fuck, answer, Chris I'd, Evans. I'd have sex with the shit out of Justin Theroux. Um, oh, my God. Uh, I know when I had the big crush on him, when he was in Broken Hearts Club. Do you remember that gay he's, movie? He was no, the... No, you're thinking of Timothy Oliphant. No. No, he's... No, he plays the stoner boyfriend of the nerdy character. <gasps> Oh my God, you're right. Oh and my God. That was back oh when I was God. a huge stoner. And I'm I was dying. like, I was like, I want to have. And he's like, I have to break up with you because you smoke too much pot. I'm like, who cares? He is perfect I... for me. <laughs> oh my God, that's right. Yeah, I don't know why Justin Thoreau was the first one to pop in my head. I just pictured like my abs. Okay, well, and let's have I, Chris Hemsworth. Out. Chris Hemsworth comes up to you in a bar. And okay. he's like, hey, let's let's go home and we're going to make passionate love. But on the table, I have to make out and I have to rim you. And okay. side note, I was just cursed by a gypsy oh. and I have an eight inch snake tongue. Okay. Would you still have sex with him? I would say, Chris, first of all, they prefer Roma. Oh, right. Sorry. And second of all, <laughs> uh, an eight inch or foot? Eight inch. inch. Uh, I, would, I would happily join him for whatever his weird ass wanted to do. What's there? A, okay, what if it was eight foot? You would still do it too. Eight foot? <laughs> it just like rolled that, out like I would draw tape. the line at eight foot. Then it would have to. It would wrap around me. I'm not. I'm not like my wrist. I'm not down for that. I don't want to do that. Gross. All right. How long would the tongue have to be when it becomes a deal breaker? Ironic, not ironically, coincidentally or poetically, <laughs> eight inches would be my max. Okay. What about you? Who's your favorite? Which celebrity do you want to fuck the most? Oh, God. I think, just because it seems like he'd be so good in bed, uh, Jason from A Good Place. Jason Men. Oh, oh my God. Do you know that I was going to say that if you couldn't come up with someone? I'd be like, how about Manny Jacinto? Oh, my God. (laughs) 
Um, him. And if he had so a snake say, tongue, I would totally do it. I would still do you it. You would. Even if it was eight an foot? eight foot, I would deal with it. Really? Yeah. He's like five four. Well, I'm assuming... Well, I mean, it wouldn't be... I just would try to make him have his mouth closed go? for most of the time. I'm assuming it's retractable, at least. Yeah, but where would where does it reside when it's not out? Ugh, he's only 5'4". He is not 5'4". Oh, he's probably like 5'8". What do I care? I love short guys. 5'4 is hot too. Oh, he is so dreamy. Yeah. Yes. Um, So, Anally is the traitor, and I feel betrayed. <laughs> Thusly. And then, uh, that's the thing is, I feel like there really hasn't been that many new developments. Uh, X-Man took over Legion's body, and now he... I will say, that was one cool thing, is he tries to kill... Like, he's like, oh, I'm going to dupe uh, Jamie Madrox. <laughs> just and him. And uh, do what uh, uh, Legion did before, and make an army of people with different powers. And then he's like, oh, I'm just a dupe. And then he just murders him. <laughs> Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, thank God, Jamie's incompetence pays off. Cowardice pays yeah, off." Yeah, they they really, God, everyone really has been butchering Jamie Madrox lately. Well, it's also not the same Jamie Madrox from yeah. Peter David. It's such a shit. It's such a like, fuck you, Peter David. Hey, Peter David, you know all I that know. shit you wrote? None of that happened. <laughs> well, his name is Multiple Man. He could be reinvented. It's fine. Um, what else yeah. happened in Uncanny? So Uncanny, uh, Gene makes the call to all of the rest of the available X-Men. And there's a splash page with all the X-Men that show up at the end. And I'd like to open that page right now. Do you have that one, too? Um, I don't, but let me... Hello, Jeff. Do you have that one, too? Uh, can you hear me? I can. Oh, okay. Yes, but no, I don't have it opened up right this second. But I can right, try I'm and pull it open up. open it up. Yeah, pull it up. Pull it up. Let's take a gander at it. See who we see. Is that the latest one this week's? Nine. And that wasn't German for no. Yes, right. it is. And it's issue nine. Okay. Let's open it up. And, and also, I will say Storm just becomes evil way too fast. Way too fast. Like, put up a fucking fight. Like, she's fucking stolen. I know. So I will say this. On this page, there's one person who I'm not sure about. Okay. Who? Like, not sure, like, why are they there or who they are? Well, or who they are. So let's go through everybody, and then I'm going to save this person for the end. and be like, who the fuck is that? Okay. So starting at the bottom and going to the left, we have Beast. Okay. We have a very prominent maggot. I know. Why? Maggot Why? Got like front row. Yeah. Um, we have, behind. We have <laughs> Dazzler. Yes. Forge. Bling. Genesis. Colossus. Trinary. There she is. Gentle. Kylan from Excalibur. Kylan! Uh, Dr. Nemesis. Yes, my bitch! I love Dr. Nemesis. Magma. Really quick, do you know that Dr. Nemesis is on a new team in Avengers called the Agents of Wakanda? Oh, that's I like that. So happy he's being used. Okay. Anyway. Uh, 
There's what's his name? Bird. What's that character from Grant Beak. Morrison's Beak? I didn't know Beak looked like that again. I thought he was. I thought he reverted. Um, he reverted to human, but something happened where he got it. Oh, I th- it's the secondary mutation thing. I think. Mm-hmm. In the okay. it was in the when the new new Attilan or whatever. When Mrs. Sinister was experimenting on everybody. Oh. I think. Then there's Honey Badger. And then Beak's... Yeah. Oh, wait, there's two. I don't what's know. Beak's girlfriend? Is that who that is? Oh, is that who that... Oh, that's Angel Salvador. Angel Salvador. She got her powers back, too? I guess. I don't know. Nature oh, Girl. None God. of that matters anymore. No one's giving a shit about that. Uh, yeah. Then there's Surge. With the blue hair. Yeah. Well, there's Pixie. Pixie, the Stepford cuckoos are in the, the back. Stepford cuckoos. Even though they're evil now, though, so I don't know why they're there. Well, we'll, we'll they, then, just, they just had a day. There's Hellion. Fun. That's Doug. Is that Who is that? That looks like Doug Ramsey. That's who I don't know. That's who I don't know. It looks like is Doug Ramsey, but Doug? Doug Ramsey has a beard now. Yeah, long hair. Yeah. Did he clean up his act? I'm trying to think. Is there who anyone else? else that could be? I don't know. I don't think so. And then what's that? The the woman up there. That's what's her name. Uh, Edie. Oye. Yeah, Edie. Sunfire. Uh, Firestar, Pixie, Megan, and then that annoying girl from uh, Hope the Hope Summers. Transonic. No, that was what was her name? No, I think her name was is Transonic. Transonic. I hate that character. She's basically like, <laughs> let's have a character that looks like Mystique but doesn't have her powers. <laughs> oh my god! So look at the preview of the cover for next week. And they're all dead. It's very, very Fall of the Mutancy. Yeah. First of all, also, why is and I mean this sincerely? Why is Bishop in the water like all the way over there? Why is he separate? Because racism. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like when you're dealing with an Age of Apocalypse related story, like Bishop always plays a, a special Well, he's the only one who actually role. remembers it. Yeah. There's always that one person that remembers. Like Wolverine in a, a what was it, House of M. Yeah. What, um, why does Dazzler wear that wig? Uh, still <laughs> honey that's not a wig anymore that's just her hair now people are gonna forget just about her hair it. now just like just, oh Jesus. oh and look did you notice on hellion they put his gloves on so he does because he doesn't have hands but anally nope you have a normal arm nope oh but doug oh you don't have the facial hair anymore some fucking consistency that's the thing is like I know people are like, you're asking so much fans. You're too demanding fans. I'm like, you fucking, there's people who work there. You, the editors read everything. You should remember. It's not that hard to remember. Do you know how bad I want a job as like a continuity person at Marvel Comics? Do you know how bad? Very I would bad. do so well. Me too. I would be like, you can't do that because it's snowed. <laughs> exactly. I'm just like, um, excuse me, Kitty Pride. Her hair would not have gotten that long that fast. It still needs to be shorter. Ah. <laughs> like, like, uh. Um. Did you read Captain Marvel number one? I thought that was there was more issues than that, or did it start over? 
There's a new one. Guess who writes it? Who? Kelly Thompson. Oh, I'll have to read that. Is it good? It was good. It's um, this. I just love it. I love when Jessica Drew is a strong supporting character in any book. Spider Woman. She's so great. I love Spider Woman so much. Um, Carol's fun. She's got her her alien cat. (laughs) Um, They fight. They wind up fighting this old Fantastic Four villain who sometimes goes by Nuclear Man, but he typically back in the day went by Machismo. <laughs> he's a male chauvinist uh-huh. villain. Uh, he's from a planet of men, or dimension where men enslaved, an Earth where men enslaved women. And he's got a history. I looked it up. And I just love that this male chauvinist pig villain is the villain in Captain Marvel. But he um, is a reporter that's following Carol. He drags Carol, uh, he drags the reporter into his dimension, I believe. Uh, And then Carol goes through the portal. The other Avengers are like, ah, we missed it. Kind of like Robin did in Titans. Mm -hmm. And I think Carol winds up on this planet where men, it's dimension where men have enslaved women Wait, how is this? Up and wait, she's... how is this different than our planet? <laughs> <laughs> they're much more clear about it. Oh, okay. Oh, they're just like in, more, in your and face. They're, and they're more violent. They're more violent. But it looks like she's a revolutionary, and she's got like a team of women with her in this other dimension. Um, it's, they look Age of Apocalypse. Um, but her team of women is Echo, Spider Woman, Hazmat. And, oh, I can't remember the other one. But Hazmat, before she even goes into that dimension, um, Hazmat is a character who she's kind of like Sarah, uh, Carol's um, protege. Because I just read in the Undercover Avengers, she has now gained, at the end of the battle arena and all that stuff, she's gained the ability to control her radiation. And I think she's lo- she's losing it in Captain Marvel. Oh. oh, that sucks. Yeah, but they do bring up that... So here's my question to you, because you read all of this Avengers Academy stuff recently. Uh, were they all in Avengers Academy? Was it that they all were on the supervillain watch list, or just Hazmat? Wait, say that again? Or was that the concept... Was that the concept behind Avengers Academy? Was that the reveal... Like at the end of issue one, was that the reason these kids were chosen for this team was because they were all on the supervillain watch list. Like they all had the potential to become supervillains. Because Hazmat brings that up in Captain Marvel. And I remember that being a thing in Avengers Academy. Was it like the concept of the book? Or was it just Hazmat? No, it was more these they he chose the people that were like the outcasts that it would be believable that they turned against the Avengers. So oh, that no one you're would talk about when the he was arcade. Kidnapped. Yes. Yeah, gotcha. I think I'm talking before that, I guess, in Avengers Academy. Oh, proper. and the actual Avengers Academy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was these were the people they were scared were gonna turn into villains. I do think that was Oh, okay, it. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Hazmat brings that up again in this book, which I just thought was fun. Mm. Oh, so the person who I forgot is a guy. It's a dude, and it looks like Quentin Quire, but it I don't know if it is. But it looks like him. Cool. 
Um, what else is what else did you read? Did you read the new Miles Morales Spider Man? I did, and I read the new Spider Man title, Friendly Neighborhood Spider Man Number One, written by the writer of X Men Red, Tom Taylor. Pass. Oh! <laughs> I did so, not read yeah, the, either uh, of them. How the, were they? Friendly Neighborhood Spider Man was good. Very good, very pure Spidey. It's it's him now. It's Peter Parker today. Uh, it's a good read. There is a backup story in the end, which features Aunt May, and sp- there's a big, big thing, big development. Spoiler, Aunt May has cancer. What kind? Um, oh, it's breast. Oh. I was like, how would I know? And it's like, no, they actually said it. Uh. Yeah, she's writing a letter to Peter the whole time, and it ends with, and I found a lump, and then she crumples up the paper and throws it away. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> this guy. I found a fucking lump. <laughs> Pass. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. God. You hate this guy uh, so There's going to be, like, a whole, like, mastectomy story. We don't need that. Hasn't she been it's through so enough? Sad. Hasn't she been so through sad. fucking I enough? I know, leave her alone. Give me give me Spider-Verse Aunt May where she's oh, just like she can Yeah, where she's like a fucking a badass. Bat. Oh, let's kill her husband and now let's cut her tits off. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck this shit. Anyway. Um, so that's Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man. Miles Morales Spider-Man was good. Now, but that's it's more because about Miles. well, that's the thing cuz it felt like such a like like expository did it really finally just get into action this time? Uh, investigation. All right, that sounds boring. No, it did. They're on the, him and Rhino are on their adventure. There's some action. They oh, they realize that the villain that they're that has all these kids is Tombstone. Oh, okay. So that's fun. They fight Tombstone. Rhino fights Tombstone. Uh, the art is very good in this book, by the way. Um, a lot with Genki Lee and, and stuff, and it's fun. Like every time Miles tries to uh, sneak out of school to do Spider-Man stuff, he's caught by a different vice principal or teacher, and he can never leave. You know, very very Spidey Spidey type problems. Uh, Rhino is a fantastic comic relief supporting character. You find that Rhino has got you know kind of a heart when it comes to people he cares about. Mm-hmm. Love it. Like that. Um, but yeah, Aunt May found a lump, which is the worst. Oh, and I'm sorry. And, uh, Miles and Rhino are interrupted, um, when they're about to go on the next phase of their mission and they are joined by a third who wouldn't want that. Mm. And their third is one Steve Rogers. Uh, So now next issue will be Miles, Rhino, and Cap. Oh, okay. But is he just Steve Rogers? Like he's out of uniform? No, it's Captain America. Oh, okay. Traditional uniform, Captain America. Um, And also in Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man, Aunt May has cancer. Oh, God, just stop it. I just, I just can't. (laughs) That's the, I'm like, what a buzzkill. I was like, reading, reading, reading. Oh, yeah. The only way I like this is if it turns out it's because she's been like hanging out around some sort of radioactive energy. <laughs> and then it turns out that uh, 
Mary Jane also has a lump. But then the lump is actually radiation and it's giving them powers. Yes. And then they become spider boobs. It's a new ongoing series. <laughs> and they shoot webbing right out of their nipples. It'll be... It's being drawn by Frazetta. It's great. <laughs> sounds great. <laughs> it sounds great. Some highlights in the friend, Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man is um, Spider-Man lives with Boomerang. Do you know this? Yeah, the villain. And um, he comes home and Boomerang is playing video games in nothing but his underwear. Um, and Pete says, Ugh, everything that's not contained in his underwear is touching my couch. Um, and he's got a pretty hot body. And then he stands up and realize, Pete realizes that Boomerang's wearing Peter's underwear. Ah. Hot. So I like that. And then it and cuts then, to him jerking off while like sniffing his underwear. <laughs> it does. It does. It ends with a neighbor who was in trouble with the bad guys left her laundry for Peter to do while she's away. She's on the run or taken. Uh, and then once he opens the, the laundry basket with the laundry in it, two weird looking kids pop out. And they've got like, they're twins, they're little, they've got white hair and glowing eyes. Like the from Extermination? Yeah, they look like those kids. <gasps> oh my god, I hope it's not those kids. But they look exactly, they're younger. But wait a minute, how is this different from, isn't Amazing Spider-Man, isn't Amazing Spider-Man still going on? I don't know. This is like an X-Men Red. It's written by the same guy. But but it's Spider-Man literally Red. but we have two comics Amazing Spider-Man and your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. I don't I don't understand why, why? they Why they've it. done that forever. Oh god. Oh, and it's of course it's a lump cuz it's guy from X-Men Red. Oh, and then there's going to be like, "Oh no." And then Aunt May, like she went on Instagram and people were being mean to her. <laughs> Oh, God, they're probably going to get trinary. They're probably going to get trinary to show up. Be like, we just need to get you a bunch of memes and get a Kickstarter. <laughs> Fuck this shit. He's awful. I hate him. Well, I'll keep reading. I'll let you know. I tried to read the latest Avengers. Cannot get through it. Wait, isn't that the thing with Agents of Wakanda? I don't know. I could. Oh yeah, I couldn't get through it. I don't oh. know. I never. I get. To, I. I was just bored. I was just bored. It's just not interesting. Be I mean, interesting. You don't, like it, you don't like it. It's not your fault. It, it. It's. I know it's not my fault. It's their fault. It's no one's fault. Be interesting. Of course it is. I'm very easy to please. I watch soap operas for Christ's sakes. It doesn't take a lot for me. Anyway. Well, we've got the Age of X-Men right around the corner. How many more? When does that start? After issue 10. And issue 10 is this week. Oh, but that also... Oh, does that mean... I guess... I wonder how many... Is that still like one is coming out a week? But I feel like it's going to be a... There's so many... Like, X-Men will now be once a month, or is it still going to be weekly? <gasps> I still want I it to know. be there's weekly. So, but there's so many... There's like six different titles, so there'll be one of the books every week. Huh. Oh, but Uncanny X-Men, I don't know. Could be monthly. I think it is. With Cyclops and Wolverine. 
Oh, when does the annual come out? The annual comes out soon, but Uncanny 11 is... It transfers over to Cyclops at that point. Oh, okay. So I bet you it comes out next week. Yeah. Is the return of Cyclops. Yeah. No, next week will be number 10. So it'll be the the last issue before Age of X-Men. And then maybe a week later, maybe three weeks later, a month later, we'll get Uncanny 11, and that'll be the return of Cyclops. Okay. Love it. I mean, until then, I really have nothing else to think about. I just want Scott Summers back. I want Dad. him back, too. Come on, Daddy. I want him Dad. back in the arms of Emma Frost. Yeah, Where let's do Where he belongs. He can be the White Queen. Uh, there's enough White Queens in this world right now. It's too many damn White Queens in this world. Ah, and I wish to be rid of them. Hey, everybody, thank you so much. This has been episode 68 of Comic Book Queer's Legacy. Listen, we love ratings. If you like the show, I'd say four or five stars worth. Give us a rating on iTunes. It helps. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're taking pictures. We're posting them. We're saying stuff. Get on it. And remember... If you read comics, well, that makes you queer. Thank you. Thank you.